I'm Catherine Smart. And I'm Rochelle Bingham. And this is Reality Mums, your go-to podcast for reality TV, pop culture, mum life, and all things in between. We're back for another episode of Reality Mums, and I'm joined by the beautiful Rochelle Bingham. How are you, Rochelle? I'm good, thank you. How's your week going? Oh, I've got a sick toddler at home. How about you? Good. We're at the moment seem to be doing like an every second week kind of sickness trend. (laughs) Well, that's good. You get one week on, one week off. Yes. Let's hope with the start of spring that this is better. Yeah, today is spring. Happy spring. Yes, happy spring. Love spring. Bring it on. Yes. Now. As far as our reality TV goes, we're kind of in a bit of an off-season at the moment, very um, short on content, but breaking news that's just come out in the last, what, not even 12 hours, is that Carl and Lindsay from Summer House have broken up. They've called off their engagement and they've called it off apparently on camera. Carl has been the one to call it off is what all the reports are saying. Interesting timing that it's they get engaged at the end of last season's Summer House and then at the end of this season's filming they they split up. So there's all the conspiracies out there. Is it, you know, four ratings? Have they done it for that? I don't know. What do you think? Um, I don't know. I wanted them to be okay together, but Lindsay's annoying. <laughs> you don't have to hide (laughs) you don't have to hide your dislike for Lindsay (laughs) so to be honest I'm sad that they've broken up I want love is always a nice thing having people getting married and celebrating is always lovely but I found Lindsay I've always found her really obnoxious and annoying um so I can't say that I'm overly upset for her but we'll see um apparently this whole new season is about the ramping up to their wedding and yeah well it's been two and a half months like it's and there's still some people saying it's the type of breakup where oh yeah but they could still get back together tomorrow sort of thing I might I can't imagine Lindsay is going to be a low maintenance bride (laughs) so she's probably I don't know I'm not sure I'm not a big Lindsay fan so I'm sad that they've broken up I would have liked them to last I don't know. I think Paige will be. Paige is going to be having a lot of fun right now. She predicted at the reunion, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I'm not overly surprised, though. Um, Also this week, the Bethany saga has continued. She's done a full episode justifying her interview with Rachel. She sounds incredibly unhinged. For the last five minutes of the actual podcast, she goes on a rant about how why should she care about anyone that she has on her her podcast. Oprah didn't care about who she had on her show. She doesn't care how she got to number one and she'll do it again. She doesn't think she's exploited Rachel. Listening to her speak on that podcast without a guest makes me want to pull my ears off. Like, <laughs> she rambles and she rants and she sounds so unhinged. She's unraveling, um, isn't she? Yeah. She's just justifying her actions. I don't know. I think she just needs to stop for a minute. Yeah, agree. And, like, 
like as I was saying to you before we started um, recording today and you mentioned that there was some Bethany news, I'm so over Bethany that I'm skipping past it, that yes. I'm missing what the news is. I think she needs to be careful of oversaturation. She's The fact that she's done a podcast episode justifying her previous podcasts, like you're really, it's really like, pushing it now. It's like the Kardashians filming a whole season to justify all other seasons. Yeah. Um, but I'm finding her so all over the place. She's reviewing restaurants. She's reviewing makeup. She's giving recipes. She's talking about tortilla chips and she's interviewing Rachel. She's an expert on everything. And I think she really can just focus her money on uh, her attention and money on her relief efforts where she is doing some amazing work, Hmm. like providing relief to the victims of natural disasters and all those sorts of things. She does do some really good work there. Yeah. It's discounting all that with all the crazy stuff that's coming out of her mouth. But definitely. Below deck this week. Yes. <laughs> everybody's getting fired. I know. I wasn't seeing that coming. Like I, I, I felt really bad for him. So this is Adam we're talking about, obviously. Adam, Adam, Adam got fired this week. Culver's skating on thin ice. Culver's needs a bit of an adjustment, doesn't it? Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to get fired. Oh, well, yeah, you might. Joao is looking all right. Like he's coming off okay. He's holding it together. So your crush continues, yes? Hold you. (laughs) I don't have a crush. I'm not into him. He's not my style. But, um, yeah. He his attitude has changed since last season. Um, felt really sorry for Adam. Culver turned into some sort of stage five clinger with the new girl about asking her on the med trip. And she said, yes, she's going to go. Yeah. And what in the Zac Efron is this new Luca guy? I know. What's happening there? He's a very beautiful person, isn't he? (laughs) And him and Aisha's sister did this. (laughs) God, I watch those episodes with the biggest smile on my face because of those confessionals. It's just so wrong but so hilarious. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The group of guys that they've got on seem really lovely. Yep. But the medical emergency, oh, my goodness, what happened? Did he have some sort of seizure? I don't know. Like we find out next week they kept it right for the the end of episode two. Aisha's crying. So it gets pretty dramatic. Yeah, I did. Earlier in the episode, did you hear that guest say, and the only reason I knew is because I saw in the upcoming, he said, I wish I was feeling better. Yeah. Then you can tell the editors had deliberately put that line in there to sort of yeah. lead into what was so going to happen. something's happening. So I don't know if he's got, it looked like some sort of seizure, but I'm no medical expert. Um, I would also like, Aisha to be nominated for some sort of Emmy or service award or something because she got Captain Jason into the budgie smugglers and thank you from all of us. God's work. God's work, Aisha. Yeah. Um, She actually got them all. Like for you, it's (laughs) Joao. Look, um, I'll take it. I'll take it. (laughs) I'm not going to say that I'm a budgie smuggler fan. Either. I'm not going to turn it down either. No, I'm not a budgie, budgie smuggler fan. And James, who we've had on, he did a poll a few weeks ago talking about are we are people into budgie smugglers. I'm not into budgie smugglers unless they're on an Iron Man. 
Yeah, true. Like I feel like they're the only the people that can. Place. Yeah. yeah. Like um, what's his name? The prime minister. He had no business wearing them. What was his name? Oh, Tony Abbott. Tony Abbott. Oh, my God. No, <laughs> he had no business. I feel like the guys on the boat pulled them off. I, I am more of a board shorts, shorts person. Um, yeah, but uh, Aisha is doing God's work for all of us. So thank you. And I'm liking that Margot's getting an opportunity to be second shoe. Yeah, she's giving it a go. And I felt for her, though, when they pulled that app out, which was like a, oh. a roulette game for cocktails and the poor bitches trying to make these cocktails and they're just throwing all these new ones at her. But that's the only way you're going to learn. Well, Aisha did say, terrible app, great training tool. Yes. Um, that just seemed like a big hangover waiting to happen, like oh. mixing all the drinks. I think this medical emergency is coming at a good time because it's going to make them all sober up very quickly. Yeah. yeah. But they all do seem like a lovely group of guys, like not a greasy. Yeah. When I when like first a- got on, I thought, oh, they might be mm. horrible. But they're just decent guys who are having a guys trip. Yeah. yeah. I got to say, I feel like I'm a true Below Deck fan now because when the new guy came on, um, Luca, and everyone's talking about how hot he is. I was just thinking, yeah, but is he good at his job? Like, <laughs> I want to see his technical skills. <laughs> like, you want to see him know the anchor? Does he know what to do with the anchor? How are they going to go when they're docking? Like, I had a genuine interest in his technical abilities, and he's looking like Ooh. Zac Efron's brother. I'm like, what is wrong with me? I've become this below deck aficionado, and all of a sudden, that's you're a sailor way. now. I am you're a yachty. Like, give me a boat. I'll, you know, I'll be right. <laughs> um, they were saying you looked like Dave, James Franco's brother, Dave Franco. Yeah. I saw more Zach Efron. Yeah. Nice looking boy. And each to their own, he's a good looking fellow. Yes. Now, on to our favorite Housewives franchise, which is Real Housewives of New York, the reboot. Um, it's funny because it's on a Monday, so I watch it early and I always watch it on my lunch break. And I just sit there and eat my lunch and I always forget to write notes, but I, I always sit there just really excited to watch it and then just enjoy watching it. Yeah. Um, it was not on my bingo card that Erin would be the villain, but she's definitely cementing herself that way. Just the way everyone else is sort of a bit more chilled and relaxed and she's just a bit uptight, like she's got a problem with Bryn. I liked Erin the first couple of episodes. Then I read the Trump stuff. Then I went off her and now she's proving I don't really like her. Yeah. I don't think her whole argument was completely invalid in that I feel like Bryn maybe did take it a bit far at the end of it. I don't know. I'm not sure. A bit far, yeah. But it's a joke. She's always joked around like that. It's not like she just started doing it that night. There's previous episodes where she's been joking around. And she was joking about the same thing with Erin when they were in bed in the Hamptons. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, but and I was the there. Husband, the husband calling Bryn a bitch? Mm. It's, it's a, a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like him. Um, Jenna Lyons has been posting a lot of content with Erin in the last couple of days. And so it's almost like they're showing some alliances in the social media world around, you know, there might be stuff going on on the screen that we're all watching now, but clearly things are okay. Um, yeah. One of my favourite parts was 
the scene with Bryn and the ex-fiance where they went to look at the car. I really liked him. So this is the Tinder. She met him on Tinder and I forget his name, but he was British. And I just thought they were so cute together. She has such great relationships with her exes. It's yeah. quite bizarre. It is bizarre. I I like that scene too. Yeah. I um when she said it's awkward ringing your boyfriend to tell him you're engaged. What, what was that line that she said? Yeah, it was something oh, along those lines. So yeah, she's really interesting. Yeah, very interesting. And I tell you what, her fashion, that green jacket, it's a it's a jacket that Paige has worn before as well. It's green leather with green trim, green around the cuffs, and she wore it to that um, wreath-making class oh, that yeah. they all turned up to. Yeah. I just... I just wanted to pause. I Googled it. I tried to find the jacket. Like I'm I'm already looking for, for next winter for something like that. I was like, oh, my God, I need that. And Did you find like, it? I found a couple overseas and there's a couple of other green ones. I'm going to see whether or not that filters down into like yeah. the sheens of the world and then pick something up for like a third of the price. Yeah. That wreath, um, That wreath-making thing that they did was fun. I liked that. I yeah. like that Jenna turned up with all their presents for people. Sai is sort of on par with Erin, I think. Sai seems to just complain a lot. Yes. About food? Yeah, it's always about the food. Just pack something in your bag. Or eat before you go. Like if you're that hungry, what are you, a bodybuilder? Eat some <laughs> boiled chicken breast or something. Doesn't that keep them full? Like why is she carrying on about food all the time? Yeah. I think Jessel is holding her own. She's finding a really strong fan base online. Yeah. I didn't love Jessel at the start. Now I like her. And I think even how she had the conversation about IVF with her mum, that was, like, important because you sort of, you don't hear about, like, well, I don't know in the Indian culture about how it's sort of not looked upon, like it's being a failure. And I had no idea. No. No. So nice and it was good that her mum was supportive and just said like I wish that I was there to be able to go through it with you and help you out it was a really yeah. good yeah. conversation I'm missing Uber she's sick but I'm mm. missing her she's funny I I like her I like what she brings to it she yeah. brings good comedic value and looking at the mid-season trailer it looks like she she gets into some arguments yeah things get a bit heated we'll wait and see but I'm still loving it I don't know yeah. how it's rating. It wasn't rating well. Like I know Below Deck was rating really high yeah. um, and like Roni was rating below like OC and Atlanta and I was like, I don't get that because I'm loving this cast. Yeah, I'm loving it. I think though a lot of people maybe haven't given it a go. Mm. Maybe that's what it is. Um, speaking of OC, that was on last night. I watched it this morning. I'm having a real problem with Shannon. Yeah. She's, she's telling so everyone. Toxic. Yeah. So this is Shannon every season, and especially when Tamara's around. Tamara's been through it with Shannon before. Now Tamara seems to be on her side. Hmm. But Shannon tells everyone about her relationship. She drinks, rings, carries on about her relationship. Then no one's allowed to speak to it but about it. No one's actually speaking about her relationship being bitchy. Other than maybe Tamara is coming off a little bit bitchy, but they're talking about it out of concern, of which Shannon's ringing them drinking and carrying on about it, but then can't remember 
And I'm with Gina. If you're saying this many things when you're drinking and you can't remember, you need rehab. Like it's a lot. You can't go around abusing people, saying whatever you want, and then saying you can't remember, then you need some help. It's not right. It's not a good friend. It's not the way to be. So I am completely... And I would like to see a season of Shannon not drinking and see if there is that much drama because I don't think there would be. Yeah. A lot of her problems are caused by her mouth when she's drinking. Um, Tamara, when they did that editing thing, she's actually the one bringing up the phone calls, being a little pot stirrer. She's annoying me. Um, And the Teddy on the phone, I don't want Teddy. Let's not bring Teddy. I don't care about Teddy's opinion. I don't care what she said on the podcast. I don't want Teddy back. I don't want her. She's yep. boring. Yep. Um, and now they're talking about Heather staging the paparazzi pics. Who cares? Yeah. People probably would care because Dr. Dubrow or Terry or whatever, he is a celebrity in his own right. If they were talking about him cheating, paparazzi probably would be following them to see if they're together. Mm. And if they didn't and they did it to justify their marriage, who cares, Tamara? Why do yeah. you make it such a bitchy little schoolgirl thing Yeah, to talk They seem to have um, something against Heather this season, trying to bring they- anything up, trying to have a go at her. It's like I'm with you. Like Tamara's annoying me. Yeah. And she's sticking up for Shannon. And I was like... I just, I just find the two of them so toxic to the show that I'm not enjoying it. And, yeah. again, another week of me being a Gina fan when I'm yeah. not a Gina fan and it's all no, because of the way that they're behaving. Yeah, and it's pushing me also. I think they're trying to make everyone hate Heather and, if anything, I'm liking Heather because yeah. I'm like, well, don't be like this. And then when they're talking about that dinner and Tamara's like, I can't remember it, I don't know. I didn't remember her saying child protective services well, I don't know. You're all drinking and not remembering and saying things. She clearly said it. I yep. feel sorry for the girl um, because she has been brought on as from Tamara. And yeah, now Jen. Tamara's been. Yeah, Jen. Yeah. Um, and the um, only other note I had was Shannon talking about Travis's penis. If anyone had brought up John Jansen's penis, she would be going berserk. But yeah. she's allowed to say what she wants. It is such and a double I, standard. I just, I'm sick of, there's been a narrative with Shannon and her drinking for a few seasons now, and it wasn't as much last season, I think, because Tamara and that weren't on there. But when Vicky and Tamara were on last time, there was this narrative that she always has to protect whether she drinks too much and says too much. Mm-hmm. I think she needs to stop so we can see what she's like without it. Because if that was me, I'd be questioning what's going on when all my friends are saying there's something happening here. I would be surprised if they kept her for the next season, whether she gets demoted to a friend of while she has to do something to address the clear issues that she's got or if yep. they just leave her off altogether and do a Roni-style reboot. Um, Tamara is also... She's stirring the pot. She's really trying to earn her place. Like she's talking about her love life with Eddie and they're going to spice it up. I'm like, please spare us the awkward bath we scene that we've already had. No one needs <laughs> that. No one wants that. And then even at the pumpkin carving when she's saying, it's a butthole, we're fisting a butthole. I'm like, okay, Tamara, we get it. Like yeah. it's not shock value. No. I think 
She's like a teenager. Yeah. It's like my kids when they're like, ha-ha, fart, and then like, did you hear? They said fart, fart, fart. And I'm like, we get it, Tamara. You said butthole. It was funny maybe kind of once, and then you make it dirtier and dirtier to try and get that shock value and, yeah, you're a toddler and we're sick of it. Now, something that finished up, well, We've got reunions coming up, but yeah, the song that never ends, Atlanta. Atlanta aired its final episode. And I've got to say, it was the most entertaining episode that I've seen for the entire season. It really was. It wasn't the whole episode that was entertaining. It was the last bit. I feel bad saying that I was entertained by it because it was about the breakdown of Drew and Ralph and their marriage. Um, You don't like to say that you take pleasure in that, but the the realness of what we were watching was engaging and I was interested in it and I wasn't interested in the rest of the season. No. So it was hard to watch, you know, the conversations that were happening throughout the first episode, sorry, throughout the the start of the episode with Ralph and Drew. He was just, yeah, I I don't know how to to say it. He's just a prick. (laughs) And he was. He's checked out, hasn't he? Yeah, he's checked out and he was doing it on camera, which would have been yeah. mortifying for Drew, yeah. having all of that included, like watching their um, joint therapy session. He'd moved out of the room, just hearing him complaining about she doesn't like the heat up t- or he likes the heat lower, she likes it too high. It just comes across as a real pig, to be honest. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, it was a good divorce to happen. But then there's this extra stuff that's been thrown in at the end. Is she a lesbian? Well, I think high person. So um, I think maybe that's why she was so defensive about the kissing thing that Candy was bringing up, whether she kissed the other girl, whatever her name was. Um, So maybe she got defensive about that. But, I mean, Oh, and maybe she was with that other girl even when she was with Drew. Like maybe they'd started a relationship. Yeah. Again, Which is what they had. It was almost like a hot mic moment at the end. I forget yeah. that this, this is the problem again with Atlanta. I never forget. I'm sorry, I never remember their names. But there's Ty. one woman that was they're sort of not filming fully but you, they've got the screen in the shot and they're using subtitles where she's saying she's got photos of them on her phone. Yeah. So this is Drew and this other woman. Yeah. It's messy. It is messy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like maybe she was having like a little affair, whether it was a real affair or an emotional affair, and maybe that's why the kissing of the girl stuff hit so hard for her because she's like, I, I didn't kiss her, I didn't kiss her because she was actually didn't want to yeah. bring any light to her being with another female. Um, I found it interesting this last episode they need some comedic value. Nina used to bring the funny. Portia used to bring the funny. Phaedra yeah. was funny in their like the confessionals. Kim, I was hoping to be in a bit more, but she wasn't in it. Um, it's missing that sort of funny element. Mm-hmm. I felt sorry for the pregnancy loss. Yeah, that was quite sad and intense. So that was Sanya. Yeah, Sanya. I feel sorry, but you could see. So Dr. Jackie from Married to Medicine made a cameo, which she often does. So she's the obstetrician. And you could see when they went for the scan and she said, I'm meant to be seven or eight weeks. And she's like, well, you're measuring five. And I'm like, oh, as someone who's had a miscarriage and you've had them as well, I was like, that's a 
sign. Yeah. Um, and there was no heartbeat. I'm like until you hear a heartbeat, I wouldn't be like I was always sort of very cautious until I heard a heartbeat. Yeah, it would have been really hard being so public about it, the way that they were including it in the show and then having it happen the way that it did. Sounded yeah. very traumatic, but I mean, it's good to share that stuff. I'm glad so that, that she did. Share a bigger warning, I think, um, because yeah, we yeah. didn't. But yeah, it's probably confronting for some people or people that are going through it. It's good that these shows, though, are speaking about it because mm. when I went through my first miscarriage, um, what was it, eleven years ago? It was yeah, eleven, nearly twelve years ago. Yeah. There wasn't a lot. It was still that you don't tell anyone, and I'm like, That's why right. don't we tell anyone? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad that they're changing in that space. It's good. Yeah, it is good. Um, The only other thing that's going on at the moment is Drag Race Down Under. Mm -hmm. And I, it's not an amazing season. Yeah. It's not as good as, yeah, I don't know that the queens that they've chosen, I don't know. I'm really like Hollywood Star. I really like Gabriella Labucci. My money is on her to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm yeah. I'm watching it. There's absolutely nothing else to watch, but I'm not loving this season. Um, and I'm not loving Bumper Love. I'm not sure why she's still in it. Bumper Love looks like Gamble from Real Housewives of Melbourne. <laughs> That's all I can see. Um, but yeah, it's it's something to watch. But I can't say that I'm really loving the season. But it is something to watch so yeah it's something to watch I'm not up to date with it I try and watch it when I can but I'm not like as you said I'm not gripped by it I'm not desperate to watch these particular queens that they've got so yeah I mean Um, there is the ultimatum is back on Netflix which is Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey so it's couples it's the second season I think and then they did an ultimatum queer love as well with um, gay couples, like female lesbian couples, and they had it's people that give their partner an ultimatum yep. to either get married or go apart, and they have an actual trial marriage with someone else for a few weeks, and then they do a trial marriage together, and then they pick yeah. whether to get married or not at the end. That's back on Netflix. Um, Just to let you know, if- <laughs> before you keep going, Daphne's joined us. <laughs> there was oh. a pitter patter of little feet that just joined. You want to come and say hello? Come here. Come on. If you're going to run around the table and make all this noise, you might as well come on. Come here. Our celebrity guest. Yes, our celebrity Daphne. guest. Daphne Charlotte is joining us today. Come here. Oh, here she is. Hi, hi Rochelle. How are you feeling? Uh, Look what I've got. Do you want to see? I've got Audrey. Do you see Audrey? What's that? She's a puppy dog. <laughs> she's um, shy. The hand goes in the mouth when she's shy. Oh. Um, yeah, so what were we talking about? Something <laughs> with Nick Lachey. <laughs> oh, yeah, the ultimatum. Yeah, anyway, I've watched the first season. I started watching the second one. It is a little bit boring, but it is something to watch if you are looking for something and you're in, looking for something in that reality space. Yeah, I think we're going to have... A lot of premieres in September. Um, yep. September, I've got some notes. We've got OC Selling OC starts on the 8th. Yeah. We've got Morning Wars on the 13th of September. 
So that's yeah. with um, that's on Apple TV. And then yeah. on the 20th of September, American Horror Story, the episode with Kim Kardashian. I've never watched American Horror Story, but I, I'm interested to see how that plays out. Like what is she's like, what character they've given her. I'd, I'm curious to see. Do you like Kim's new haircut? No, but I do I think it's real? No, I think it's a wig. No one cuts bangs like that permanently, especially if you're Kim Kardashian. No, I feel like she's gone to Japan and got inspired by the, you know, I like she's just trying to distract from the fact that Kanye's on a boat with his pants down with his Australian wife with her head in his crotch. Wearing the same shoes. Did you see that? She just wears the same shoes every time. What's going on there? What is going on there? Why is his booty out? I don't want to know. It's just a lot. Too much. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot. Um, but yeah, so we've covered everything. But um, we've got Salt Lake City starts next week. We do, and that'll be good. The trailer looks good for that. So let's see if they took some feedback on board from the last season. We were a bit over it. Looks all right. Let's hope they don't mention the black eye. Oh god, I don't want to hear black eye. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for chatting with me. Have a great weekend. Yes, you too. Bye, Daphne. Say bye bye. No, she's not saying goodbye. See ya. Bye. See ya. Reality Mums acknowledges the traditional owners of lands and waters that this podcast is recorded on.